0: you wait for your kids to go to school so you can write or how does that work?
1: <laughs> I don't do too much writing. It's um, it's funny. I really, we talk about like the things we want to be and why do we want to be them? And even like, I want to be an extrovert because I feel like I should, who knows why, right?
0: Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. all kinds to run a business, but are there advantages to certain kinds of personality traits when it comes to client acquisition for your business? I'm talking specifically about extroverts versus introverts. Most people I talk with say that great salespeople are extroverts. So does that mean that all business owners are extroverts? I find that I find it hard to believe especially due to the fact that over 55% of the population describe themselves as introverts. This means there has to be a good percentage of successful entrepreneurs who are introverts, much like my guest today. Adrian Johnston is a presentation designer who identifies as a chatty introvert. Despite her introverted tendency, Adrian has built a multi-six-figure freelance design company that includes reputable clients like Meta, Microsoft, Samsung, and Marriott. Today, she is going to share with us how she built her business without traditional networking and cold outreach techniques. Let's join the conversation. Adrienne from Seattle, hopefully not too sleepless. Welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mike, it's great to be here.
0: Good, 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 good. Hey, so I am an extrovert. I know, shocker for all of my audience. Like, yes, I am an extrovert. I feel like I should be in like a focus. No, one of those, like the, the meetings, like I get to go to meetings for being an extrovert, right? But <laughs> you're kind of an introvert. Just a little. Little, there. Now, the, uh, so this, this begs the question, why would, as an introvert, why would you uh, get on shows voluntarily? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so it's partly a marketing thing. Right. Okay, uh, yeah. For my business. Necessity. But, you know, I'm hearing it's necessity. A little necessity, but it's also very different from, um, in my mind, you know, from going out to like big conferences or networking mm. events and glad handing with hundreds of people in a night. Like that just oh, sounds okay. so awful. But this is a one on one. And I find the smaller groups to be a lot more comfortable. And people are always surprised that I'm an introvert, too, because I'm a talker. Uh. but. I would stay in my house and not talk to anyone if left to my own devices. So like, I don't need that.
0: Exactly. Well there, you know, and that goes to um, my wife and I were just talking about this adaptive and natural, right? So you have people who are really good out in public, even glad handing, like you were talking about big groups and stuff, but it takes up a lot of energy to be there. So they have to have more uh, time, downtime in order to recoup from that. And if they don't get it, it will wear them uh, further and further down to where they actually get some people get sick. Yeah, because their body just is like, oh, I don't have any energy. You're you're zapping me of all of it, regardless of your sleep, you know, not getting enough sleep, not enough alone time, not enough unwind time, those types of things. I find myself even as an extrovert that I need me time. Um, I'm a musician. And there's just times where I'm like, I just want to be with me and my guitar. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because I can have my wife in the room and, and, and she'll be reading, but she loves to read books. And so she'll just listen to me play guitar while I'm playing. And while I'm playing, I I'm feel like I'm by myself because it's just me. So it's not a matter of like people in the room. It's just a matter of, it's just me in my head type of thing. Right. And I got ADHD. So like, you know, um, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Meditating is very, very hard for me.
1: <laughs> me too. I'm always distracted. I'm like, oh.
0: I'm like I, I'll start, I'll start solving problems, and they're like, No, you can't solve problems when you're meditating. I'm like, But my brain does that. That's what it does. Uh, one, I'm a gener- generation Xer. Two, I'm male, and three, ADHD. So yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> what it is. Take it or leave <laughs> is it. What it is. So. Yeah. And you're, so you have a business. So you're, that. that's why we have you on the show here, because we're going to talk about uh, client acquisitions for introverts, right? Now, is it true though? I want to, this is the first question I want to ask you. Is it true that you have to be an extrovert to be super successful in client acquisition?
1: I don't think so. I think, you know, and that was a misconception that I had for a very long time that kept me, you know, we talk about kind of, energy management and everything. And when I was in the corporate world, I didn't even realize, right? Like I didn't do anything on the weekends. I was drained all the time. And it was that Mm -hmm. constant output in the office environment that just tapped me out. Um, And over the years after my daughter was born, like I never was even vacations. I laugh like once you have kids, you know, like, there's no more sipping my ties by a pool quietly. It's throw me higher in the air and making sure little people don't drown in the ocean, you know? (laughs) And so it just, your whole life kind of, my life shifted at that point. And I thought, you know, I'm just not a salesperson. Um, And as an introvert, I I couldn't possibly run my own business because I'll never be able to get clients. Mm. Um, But circumstances being what they were, I decided I was going to quit my job. I was just unhappy. And we had this uh, really, I had this really tiny network where the second one person did anything. It was like through the whole, (laughs) the whole network in no time and i was like if my boss finds out i'm looking for a job like i just need to put it out there this is what i'm doing um (laughs) yeah you know what i mean and just so we did like a four-month transition plan um so that way it was all out in the open and i started freelancing on upwork like i wasn't getting a job as quickly as i wanted and i was like i'm just gonna go on upwork and like see what i can figure out
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and so that was like kind of my first foray into As an introvert there are ways to go and be of service and help to other people where you don't feel like you're bothering them right Mm. like they have a problem and you can raise your hand and say hey i'd love to help Mm. you know my natural skills and abilities can help fill this void but that was just you know the tip of the iceberg right like there are so many other strategies for starting to really determine who am who am i what am i good at Mm -hmm. what's going to set me apart and make me unique right like how do I differentiate myself in this space as an introvert? Right. So one of the things I did early on, so I, when I decided to niche into presentation design from general graphic design, because um, I noticed on Upwork, those were the jobs that I was like getting 50% of, like they paid more money. They were easier to do. I was like, Why is nobody else doing these? I don't know. But I was like, I'm going to do this. And so I went and I Googled freelance presentation designer. And I got some results and I was like, these people must be the cream of the crop, right? Like <laughs> Google says these are the freelance presentation designers. And I like start clicking through the sites and I was like, some of them like weren't really even about presentation design. Some of them didn't even reference presentation design. And you're just like, there's a real opportunity here. And so I took a course on SEO and that's now how I get almost all of my clients. I, there's certainly referrals and other things that happen, but
0: yeah, for you're the most part- my, You're singing my song, man. That's what- <laughs> Like, I, I'm a I'm a strategist, right? Uh, people yeah. hire me as a fractional CMO for their companies, help them grow. But, you know, one of the tactics that I've kept over the years, because something we started back in 2007, is SEO and search marketing, because I believe that, that is the strongest. So I guess yet as an introvert, you're you're finding a way to where you don't have to do a lot of glad, hand, glad handing. You don't have to do a lot of cold calling. You don't have to get yourself into a lot of networking positions because you're just meeting people where they're asking the questions that lead to your services. And I think that's brilliant, right? It's like you just take yourself out of the equation by being the person behind, like kind of the, the awes behind the curtain. You know, the curtain is your website, you're putting everything out there for the website to be looked at and then utilizing people's intent to find you. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a digital like it's hanging your storefront, right?
1: Just right there on the first page of Google and people come and it was interesting. Part of what I noticed when I did that search was I was like, what did I say? I said, these must be like creme de la creme of presentation designers. Right. right. That was my assumption. And I'm able to leverage that same assumption with clients who come and find my site, right? We assume mm-hmm. that there is authority to that. And there is, right? Like, there's effort in going through and doing all of that. And obviously, if people are going through and clicking on your site and all of that and interacting with it, Google will put you up there. Right? And so, like, there there is real authority built into that. And then you can kind of continue to leverage that. Client logos and other things, and so all those things are. I have a blog, that, you know, talks about different things about presentation design. These
0: mm-hmm. different
1: tools to kind of say, "Hey, I'm an expert," without having to f- actually go out and meet people and say, "I'm an expert,"
0: <laughs> <Nah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is still so uncomfortable, right? Like even just saying "expert" now, you're like, oh, "Well, I mean, you can always know more." And what is an expert really?
0: But right. yeah, so that, no, for that, me, tot- that was really huge. Yeah, no, it's huge. Yeah, because I mean, for me. You know, I just got back from the American Builders and Contractors can, uh, Wisconsin Convention. I did three keynotes in one afternoon. And at the end, uh, some, some, like, uh, one of my clients was actually there. And he's like, that's a lot. And he's an introvert. Yeah. He wants to be an extrovert, but he's an introvert. <laughs> and I was like, that's just three hours of talking. And he's like that's that. Ah, wow. Like he was completely blown away. Like that's going to drain you. And I'm like, probably not. The, the, what drains me is being standing up that long. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's because you got to be walking around all that stuff. Cause the, I get energy from giving that energy. Right? right. And so I'm kind of built for that, but it's funny because the adaptive introvert I feel is what I need for my writing. Because I need to get myself out of, you know, away from people so that I can focus on whatever I'm writing. And I do a lot of writing, like you're talking about, like you're building that authority by sharing your knowledge, right? And being able to do that in a space where nobody else is impeding upon your thought process has got to be huge, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like, yeah, it's like, do you wait for your kids to go to school so you can write? Or how's that? Work?
1: <laughs> I don't do too much writing. It's um it's funny. I really we talk about like the things we want to be and why do we want to be them and even like I want to be an extrovert because I feel like I should, who knows why, right? I,
0: well, because, because I what we're told. It. We're told yeah. that, you know, to be a president, you gotta be loud and proud, you gotta be the Bezos, you gotta be the um the Trumps, you gotta be the, you know, the big yeah um, uh, the big personalities, right. The Oprah Winfrey's, yeah. those types of things, you know? Um, so and I think I always, that that's just the misnomer that we've been told yeah. over the years.
1: I always wanted to to be an author and I don't know where that comes from because I hate to write. Oh. And so every time I write a blog post, I'm like, you know, a thousand words is so difficult. And I just oh, force myself to like, you've got a timer and you better just start writing <laughs> like, because if not, you'll just I'll sit and stare at an empty screen and him and ha and just like get it out there. So the writing piece, yeah, but definitely when the kids are at school, like there's now, no do way. Do
0: you have your own podcast?
1: Uh, no, but some friends and I are talking about it. So we have like a presentation designer meetup every Wednesday morning we're talking about maybe we just start recording it because heck yeah. The, the other people in our network who are like we'd love to come and join, and you're like, well, suddenly if you got 20 people, it's not how conducive is it to everybody really having a conversation? And we get really into like. The meat of things like we pull up contracts and you know hey how would you structure this and nice i
0: love uh, that so, yeah so why don't we go into it let, let me ask this question what superpowers do introverts have over extroverts when it comes to client acquisition
1: yeah um one of the things that we know that generally is a strength of introverts is that they tend to be more thoughtful tend to be better listeners and so when you're trying to acquire a client right you need to know their problems and Mm. you coming in and being an extrovert and being excited and just pitching them without knowing what their problems actually are can be a hindrance Mm. and so the ability for an introvert to you know sit back a little bit more quietly and seek to understand where so they're almost like in many ways they're not having to put out that energy yet and then they can use it in order to help that client problem solve and i think for most, for me, as, as an introvert, I mm. find that that coming from that place, that servant spirit, where I feel like I'm helping someone as opposed to asking them for something or bothering them,
0: mm. and that's probably
1: something other than the introvert extrovert scale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but for me, those two things happen to align, and for a lot of introverts, I know that they do. Um, it's you know super helpful f- for me to be able to be in that situation, and then you know what the client's problems are, and as you pitch that solution to them. The rates are less important, right? Mm. For the value Mm. that they know they're getting, and so you're you are still doing all the selling, just doing it maybe in a different way than um, an extrovert might approach it. But you know, good salespeople who are extroverts are probably taking the same approach. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe their adaptive style. They may be an extrovert, but they know, like I can't just go in and and, yeah.
0: I I think that yeah. I mean, if you're trained, right? We're trained. You know, extroverts need a little bit extra training when it comes to slowing down. Right. And it's like, why aren't you? Why haven't you come to this conclusion yet? Right. And you're coming into the conversation going, you better know because uh, the answer is going to be yes at the end of it. Right. Type of thing. I find as an extrovert that I overcome that by being genuinely concerned with the problem they're coming to me with. And sometimes I don't even know what the problem is. So now I get to investigate and investigating, we look and listen. Right, And that's all we do. We got four uh, ways uh, that our body looks and listens with two eyes and two ears and only one mouth. So if I'm talking 20% of the time in that conversation, I'm doing it right. Right, And yeah. so um, I've, it's funny because I have a note taker that comes with me in all my, my virtual meetings. And it will actually say, who talked more? What percentage yes. did Michael Bezinski say versus the uh, person on the other end? And if it's close to 50-50, I might not have done my I might not have done enough listening, right? But and what so, a great
1: like way to have a touch point about right? even just, you know, your mood on a given day, right? Like so yeah. I know now no if I'm like in a good mood, I'm going to be more chatty and so I need to consciously be aware like I got to dial it in a little bit on those things. Mm-hmm.
0: It That's even amazing. tells you like what type of uh like mood it, was it a positive? Was it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's called fireflies.ai. And um, I have a, one of the pro versions. So it gives me a lot of data, um, but it also records my the audio as well. So it's actually helped me one time. I forgot to push the record button for an interview for my show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to call this person back. And bug them to get back on the line and have that whole conversation over again. Luckily, I, uh, I was I, I went over into my the, the note taker. Like, oh, the note taker was there because we used to do this on Zoom, and that was the uh, the saving grace. Now this this one allows it doesn't do anything until you push record, so you're always <laughs> good there. Um, but I digress. I think that that is a huge superpower. You know, empathy. I think is a superpower in itself and I think that you can have both types of personalities be very empathetic that I don't think that prepositions somebody but the ability to listen I think is something that we um as extroverts I'm, t- I'm talking for all of us extroverts here but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you know we're just I don't know for for me I'm a high energy extrovert you know you can have some it's funny you talk to some people and you would think they're introverts but really they're just quiet they're just quiet people and they love to be around people right and then you have other introverts just as quiet and they hate being there and they're sitting right next to each other and they're having the same conversations and you would think they're both the same but no one person's going home early because they're done and the other one's like hey i'm gonna be one of the last people in this room and that, I think that's like a good sign of like, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, yeah. go to an event and see, when do you leave? I leave early every time. You leave early. <laughs> I'm usually one of the last people in the room, right? I, I, like, and I'm always
1: people. like strolling in right at start time. So there's no time to talk and there's no preamble for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I'm usually one of the first ones yeah. there when the last ones leave, right? Like that's <laughs> yeah. good. But, but I'm also like always on time. Like I'm not the get, uh, what is that? The uh, fashionably late people. Like It's like, uh, unless it's a brand new group, I do not want to be right on time. I want a couple people in the room so that I can kind of get in. It's really weird because in a brand new group, I don't know anybody in the room. Uh, my friends will like argue this because they've never seen this because <laughs> they've been with me. And if I know one person in the room, there's a completely different buzz than if I'm the only person I know in the room. I am a wallflower until somebody talks to me. Interesting. The weirdest thing I have. The mo- it's I don't know what it is, but um, I'm getting better at it. So what I now what I do is I just kind of walk around and I wait for groups of people to have an opening in their circle. So they're professional networkers because, you know, they leave a semicircle, which <laughs> invites people into the circle. So I just pop myself over onto the, the last person on that circle and try to open that circle up a little bit and just sit there and listen. And then somebody inevitably says something and it gets me in a conversation and now nobody can shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like just going up and just like into a group of people and just start talking absolutely not no, not me
1: <laughs> but I mean do you marvel at, I I was talking to my daughter about this she's 11 like the self-awareness that comes with just the decades right? right and how you can really like adapt yourself once you start to understand yourself and put yourself in situations where you can thrive regardless of what's happening right, right. Or even to say, maybe this isn't the best approach, my natural style. And so how do I adapt it a little bit, right? And you can really take advantage and become like your best self across, you know, more situations.
0: I love it. Well, I think that, why don't we wrap this up with a couple of ideas of how to utilize this introvert superpower to supercharge our client acquisition. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Um, so the first thing I would say is, you know, most people, if you ask them how they built their business, they build it on referrals. Um, and introverts, I think that is a, a huge opportunity, if it's not already being capitalized on just to say to your existing clients, your existing network, people you have a relationship with, and it's probably a deep, meaningful connection, because you're not just cultivating tons of relationships and follows on LinkedIn and everything else and just say, hey, you know, I'd love to meet some new people who I might, my skills or services might be a good fit for. Mm-hmm. Um, and do that one-on-one with people that are already in that network. They're that likely to be like you. Um, I always say too, uh, the reason I love SEO is because it is people who go and do SEO searches are people like me. They are, I think, largely introverts. Extroverts go and they're like, hey, give me a referral. I need a presentation designer. The introverts, who don't want to talk to people? They just go and they do their own searches. And so I say, like, that's really another great way that I've been able to like attract the right types of people to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that you know I'm a huge proponent of SEO. I know that it's certainly gotten more and more competitive over the years. Um, one thing I'll say, as you know, a small business is I don't need millions of page views, right? I need a couple of hundred a month that translate into 10 to 20 leads um, and that translate into maybe five clients or five projects for that month. So I don't need tons of volume, um, which is a great thing. So it's in that sense, you can target those long tail, low competition keywords and rank within you know six months. Um, so I definitely think that's something to look into. And then um, we talked about asking for referrals I think social media is one that, you know, introverts and extroverts can both like leverage it. It mm-hmm. really depends on do you like social media or not? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It seems to be a great way with the right strategy to get leads and clients. I know a lot of people especially um, are using LinkedIn um, for that in the kind of online business space, even more so than Instagram lately. Um, so I definitely think that's something to consider as well. But overall, I would just say take inventory of, Who you are, what are your skills? What do you want to do? Right. My big thing with social media is I won't do it. I made three TikTok videos and then I gave that up. Like, I don't like it. And so, if I don't like it, what am I doing? You know, like you're not going to sustain it. And with marketing, and you know this better than anybody probably, if you don't sustain it, you're not going to have anything. So, find something that can work for you. Um, And for some people, that may be social media and recording videos because it doesn't require that actual direct interaction with another person. You're just you and your video. and figure out ways, yeah, to really you know leverage that strength for yourself, um, and find out how do I capitalism what I do, and then you also have to ask you know who are your ideal clients? Are they also introverts? Like every time I get a sales a salesperson or like a, it's even funny you'll love this keynote speakers. We were just talking about your three keynotes. Okay. Um, They love to get on a call and they cannot help but start pitching their presentation all over again. And every call (laughs) you get on is an hour long call of listening to them give their whole spiel. And you're just like, this is not my ideal client, right? It's so draining. But there are also people who will just pick up the phone. They have no problem whatsoever just like calling and I'm like, oh no, we got to schedule a meeting because I got to mentally prepare (laughs) to get on this phone call with you. So think about who those people are and then, you know, how are you attracting them as well? So, you know, if they're on LinkedIn, um, they're probably not the big loud people on LinkedIn, right? So how do you find them? How do you connect with them? You heard,
0: Adrian. Sustainability is the key to success. Make sure you capitalize on your strengths and stay in your zone of genius when it comes to networking. How you approach sales calls or connect with people through your business in general. I think it's important to be honest with yourself and your personality. As Adrian pointed out, there are ways to be successful regardless of whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. And if you are an introvert struggling to put yourself out there, or maybe an extrovert suffering from imposter syndrome, I suggest following Adrian and seeing how she does it by visiting your links in the show notes. It's obviously working. So what do you have to lose? And if you don't want to lose out on more great conversations like this one, be sure to subscribe to the show. Until next time, stay buzzworthy.